The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. In a little bit, we're going to talk about scene length. Oh, yeah. So that's on the way. Got a billion messages about why don't make my damn movie last week. I was going to say there's an elephant in the room. No, no episode last week, but mm. thanks for noticing. We're back. Yeah. So there. Also, a while back on this podcast, I mentioned a girl who was heading to her car with a friend at Chipotle. Very nice. And stopped cold, turned around, and headed back to open the door when she saw me heading in. Yeah. I called her a few choice names Uh because I was offended. Well, hurt. I think more hurt (laughs) that she viewed me as someone who needed assistance. Decrepit. Like some old doddering dick bag. Uh I wasn't lumbering or staggering like I normally do. (laughs) But in this instance, (laughs) there was food involved that I was retrieving. So I was zipping (laughs) into Chipotle. Like an 18 year old boy. Yeah. So our listeners messaged many times telling me that I was a terrible person for calling a considerate young girl a little shit and other stuff. Oh, right. Maybe I am a dick bag. Now let's fast forward a few days from Chipotle. Uh-huh. Now, I haven't shared this story on this podcast. I did on the other one. Yes. I'm going to throw it out there real quick. Anyway, Brenda dropped me off uh, to pick up my car, and we decided to go to dinner at a restaurant right down the street. So she follows me. Okay? Uh-huh. I pull into the parking lot and no Brenda. I figure she's caught up at a red light, something like that. Whatever, right? So I find a spot where she can park right next to me. I get out and I wait. I'm basically lingering around my car. I try calling her and like always, no answer. <laughs> but I continue to wait. As I'm pacing, not all that much, I might add, a car pulls up with a couple of girls in it and they roll down the window and ask, Are you all right, sir? Wait, you... This was mentioned on the other podcast? Yeah, we talk about this on the other but we podcast. we didn't talk about it on this podcast? No, we didn't. There's so many podcasts. So moving okay. on, uh. a couple days ago, oh, no. <laughs> it was raining outside. <laughs> oh, I think this thing. <laughs> you need new batteries in that thing. I okay. think it's broken. No. Well, maybe because of that. <sighs> couple days ago anyway it was raining outside okay not heavy yeah but it was also windy the rain was being blown around basically annoying mm-hmm. you know the type of day right okay so i pulled into my favorite place do you know what that is it was in the morning oh 7-eleven no no texas donuts texas donuts which is right by the 7-11. it is by the 7-eleven i parked got out of the car as i'm a few steps away from my car i remembered oh shit my wallet yeah So I quickly turn around and I go back to retrieve it. I'm holding my hat onto my head. I had a baseball hat on because Mm -hmm. of the wind. I get my wallet ahead into the donut shop. 
But before I could take three steps away from my car, a car pulls in front of me and a girl rolls down her window and asks, Do you need assistance, sir? (laughs) What the fuck? Wait a second. They're all young girls. Yes. If you need assistance. So I have to possess a bumbling facade. I must look like Howard Hughes minus the Kleenex boxes for shoes. Do you have the long fingernails? (laughs) What the hell, man? Every time I turn around, I have some kid asking me if I'm dying, basically. curious, because are these Gen Z? I don't know how old they are. I thought they didn't give a fuck about anything except themselves. I don't know. Or is that just millennials? They look like, I'd say, anywhere from 18 to 25, somewhere in there. So, yeah, that falls in between Gen Z and millennial. So it's upsetting, and all I can say is... What the fuck? I mean, really? Yeah. What the hell, man? Confused. Every time I turn around, I have some kid asking me how I'm doing or if I need help. What the hell? Do you? I must look like I do. (laughs) And next time, I'm just going to fall down to the ground. Yes, please. Something. I've fallen. I've just figured it out. That's how I get sympathy. There you go. That's how I'll finally get attention. Because you don't get any at home. I don't believe it, man. It that keeps happening. Very strange. And in a short period of time, this all has happened within like a couple of weeks. Hmm. So I guess rule number one, never go out. <laughs> Just stay home. And well, that's it. Rule number one. <laughs> that's I, it. I, go to wor- rule number one. Oh my gosh. Anyway, go to makemydamnmovie.com. If you want to send us a message, that's where you do it. And then you go to the page that says contact. Right. And then you can send a message. And that's what we'll do. Oh, boy. Here right we go. Now. I'm tired, man. Oh, my that, God. That chicken, that Korean chicken's good. Yeah, we just ate a big old dinner. And it was good. You like man, that? Yeah. yeah. Called Chu Man Chicken. They know how to make fried chicken. They do. They fry it three times, so we'll be dead before this is over. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe I do need help. Hey, mm. but we got out of the car there. No one asked me. I was with you, though. Oh, thanks. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. No Here's problem. some messages from the people. That, da, da, da. Nicholas, <laughs> Stamford, Connecticut. It was a good idea to encourage writers to be original by slipping their own experiences into their scripts on episode 102. But what about those who don't have anything interesting to add? Well, they can stop doing whatever they're trying to do. That's exactly right. Well, first thing, can I just say, I don't encourage anyone. (laughs) So there's that. Melissa, Bel Air, California. (laughs) Making a screenplay original is pretty important, and it amazes me how many writers fail at that key task. Yeah, they're dumb. Mm -hmm. I think we figured that out. Joseph, Arlington, Texas. It was so cool that you guys actually read my text message on your podcast. We did? I guess. Oh. Sad. I don't remember. (laughs) Sad. Okay. Leah, West Palm Beach, Florida. I just listened to episode 99 of your podcast because I learned actor John Lear was on as a guest. I adore his style of comedy and had to listen. It was quite impressive. This is the first time I've ever heard your podcast, and I'll be listening to more episodes. Oh, don't do that. Uh, Yeah, don't go further back. Yeah, let's just leave it at impressive yeah. and move on. Here we go. Alexander, Buffalo Grove, Illinois. 
Mark said he was no longer going to talk about whacking time in the bathroom after seeing whoever on television when he was a kid or Mr. Hal from Gilligan's Island sneaking a peek at people having sex. I keep hearing about them, though. Uh, That was a requested thing. That was. Yeah, so... So what I'm getting from you, Alexander, is you're not interested in a young boy saucing the taco (laughs) or an old millionaire spying on a handsome professor dropping loads all over a deserted island. (laughs) Why? How is that not intriguing? Very, very prudish of you. Walter, Quincy, Massachusetts. Hey, Mark, when you were a kid, did you by chance watch any of the beauty pageants like Miss America, or were you simply unable to handle all those women on screen at one, on screen at one time? Let me That's tell you. That's a good question. <laughs> Let me tell you. When Miss America was on TV, my parents had to call the rescue squad. <laughs> Embarrassing for everyone. There you go. <laughs> How did he get the beans above the frame? We hope to hear from you next time. And if you want to send a note, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah. We that's dare you. That's uh, the thing. Yeah, call the, or no, not call. Uh, no. What do you do? You go to the thing, the website, the dot com thing. Or I guess you could text too. Well, that's what you do. You go to the website mm-hmm. and you go to the contact page. That's it. And that gives you all the things that you need to do. If you must get in touch. Now, we move on to the movie quotes game. Oh, God. Where I read a movie quote and you try to tell me what movie it's from. And people that are out there in podcast land get to play along. And they seem to like it. So that's why we still do it, I guess. Okay. Bell here. Mm -hmm. Probably won't be using it, but we'll move on. Human sacrifice. Dog and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Really? You gotta know this. The original and best Ghostbusters. Very nice. Bill Murray. Peter Vinkman. Vinkman. Yeah, there you go. Good quote. Here's your second one. I got a belly full of white crap in me, and now you lay this shit on me? You might get two for two here. I might. Okay. <laughs> so that would be Step Brothers. Yeah. That's yep. <laughs> Brennan Huff, Step yeah. Brothers, of course. Songbird of his generation. <laughs> Will uh, Thingy. Okay, moving on <laughs> to the third one out of three. The floor is wet and smells like cold cuts. <laughs> You know it? Me at an airport bathroom. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, what? Really? Oh, God. Mystery Team. Jason, oh, Donald Clover. Wow, I can't believe it. That's right, the strip club. That is an accurate... Yeah. yeah. That is an accurate portrayal of a strip club floor. It, it is. Okay, now, moving on. <laughs> Or this description. is Whatever. the Trivial Pursuit TV trivia cards that I found in the garage, minus the game, from the 70s, a couple yeah, of 80s yeah. splashed in there. And the cards, the type is so small uh-huh. that I now have to put them on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I do need help. They're at like, uh, I want to say 20 points. Yeah. I tell you what. 
Maybe I am a doddering old <laughs> dickbag after all. Are you waving your hands a lot when no, you're walking? To maybe. These you know, I don't know. Establishments? I don't know. Okay, usually, okay, bah, bah, bah. usually when up. I'm out and about, uh-huh. especially, well, no, especially with Brenda, yeah. I'll just kind of oh. stumble along and mumble. <laughs> so. Yeah, but they figured Brenda's your help. So yeah, my aid. She, she can handle that. <laughs> Yeah, she can't. Well, All right, uh, trivial pursuit for the... Okay. What city was WJM News supposed to be located in on the Mary Tyler Moore show? She worked in the newsroom. She uh, threw her hand hat uh, up uh, in the uh, air. And where? It, what? It, uh, huh? uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, shit. Here's your second Minneapolis. one. Yep. I was going to say New York City, but... Nope, you would have been wrong. Mm. What type of business did Howard Cunningham own in Happy Days? The dad. Oh, the dad. Shit. Really? Hardware? <gasps> yeah! Got it! Wow. I'm surprised. Here's your third one. Uh. What was the name of Wonder Woman's alter ego? Ooh. <laughs> you know what? Talk about spending time in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, what was her alter ego? Uh, it was uh, um, uh, oh, uh, oh. Linda Hamilton, Diana Prince, Diana Prince. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. I don't know why. You, why horrible. did you say Linda Hamilton? That's yeah. not her name. No, I don't remember either. Why can't I remember? Why can't that? I remember her? Gorgeous. Name? Oh, oh, why can't we remember? Awful. Okay, I'm going to pause because we need to look it up. I want to know. Who's Linda Hamilton then? Linda Hamilton is in uh, I'll Be Back. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Linda <laughs> Carter. Linda Carter. That's why I had Linda. I was getting ready to pause. I did not look that up, ladies and no, gentlemen. No, you did not look it up. I'll give you credit for that. Okay. He did. No, I did uh, Okay. Here's your last one. Okay. Who played Kane in Kung Fu? That's easy. Um... Yeah. Uh, uh, what is his name? Linda Hamilton. No. David it, Carradine. David Carradine. There you go. Okay. Well, you didn't get Bruce that Lee was supposed to be him. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the trivial from the, uh, yeah. Just the TV. The good. Sorry. We're going to move on to the staff picks. Oh, yeah. They make my damn movie staff picks where we attempt to force you. To watch movies that we like. Plus, you can go to makemydamnmovie.com to see our list of staff picks. Top of the muffin to you. <sighs> oh, what's your staff pick? Oh, it is The World According to Garp. Well, that's a good one. From 1982. Yep. Directed by George Roy Hill. Okay. He did Slapshot mm. and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Two great ones. Yeah. Paul Newman in both of those movies. That's true. He yeah. had something for uh, Paul Newman. Who Very didn't? Nice. Anyway, yeah. mm. starring mm. Robin Williams, Mary Beth Hurt, yep. Glenn Close, and John Lithgow. Yep. All right. This uh, is about a nurse during World War II. Jenny Fields, played by, by Glenn Close, conceives with a dying pilot and bears a boy named T.S. Garp, Robin Williams. Yep. That's a little controversial there, that whole situation. 
Anyway, whom she raises alone. When Garp grows up, he has some success writing fiction, but not nearly so much as his mother has with feminist-themed nonfiction. Rich and famous, she starts a center for troubled women, and while Garp marries and has children, he remains a constant, if somewhat critical, observer of the strange community that forms around his mom. Yep. This movie, I remember watching it when I was pretty young, probably too young yeah. to really uh, realize what was happening in the movie. But then I watched it later and I was like, man, that's deep. It had some funny stuff to it, but... Uh, not a comedy. Not a not straightforward really. comedy. Dramedy, maybe. Not what best. you're expecting from Robin Williams. Yeah, that's good. But I met John Lithgow in New York one time mm-hmm. and shouted at him. <laughs> John Lithgow, I loved you in the world according to Garp. And he turned around and said, thank you very much. Very nice. He's a very nice gentleman. I recommend the world according to Garp. Okay. Mine is Detroit Rock City from 1999. That's a good one, yeah. Now it stars Sam Huntington, James Furlong, Giuseppe Andrews, and James DeBello. Who? Eh. <laughs> Rock-obsessed teens and wannabe musicians, Hawk, Lex, Trip and Jam. Love those names, man. Anyway, they can't wait to see their favorite band, Kiss. Yeah. And they're going to be performing in an upcoming concert in Detroit, Michigan. But when Jam's mega religious mother finds the tickets to the show, she literally burns them. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. That leaves the boys desperate for a way to see their rock idols. The guys suffer through misunderstanding after misunderstanding, humiliation, and even violence, all just to see Kiss. Watch Detroit Rock City. Great. That's a good teen movie. That's the last thing I think uh, Edward Furlong did. Really? Yeah. It might be. He was in uh, Terminator 2. That was his uh, big show. Yeah. And then he did that, and I don't know what happened to him. I love that movie. Detroit Rock City is really good. Underrated. Not heard about as much as I thought, but it's it's out there, and you should check it out. Or don't. You know, Whatever. whatever you need to do. Here's the topic for the thing that we have to think on this cool. topic. Okay. Time span of scenes. Uh-huh. Think about this. Yeah. It's mega important that every single scene is the appropriate length for their purpose. Correct. People don't think about this. Is there a satisfying balance between action and dialogue? Okay. Mm. Does your shit <laughs> simply go on and on until you've run out of pages? Like mine used to do. <laughs> yeah. Succinct. That's it. Serenity now. Succinct. It's going to be my new thing. Catch their interest. Yeah. And then let it go real quick. Get to the point and move on. Yeah. Dummy. I used to believe that every scene should be about 10 pages. Hmm. Remember? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know better, and that's when many in the industry called me a fucking know-nothing piece of shit. They did. Now they just call me a piece of shit. See, yeah. I have moved up, but <laughs> I digress. In the beginning of me writing screenplays, I would watch some of my favorite movies and would be shocked at how short virtually every scene was, mm-hmm. except for Quentin Tarantino and Coen Brothers films. Yeah. I never before had realized how short scenes and movies actually were before delving into screenwriting. Yeah, you're not paying attention to, oh, this beat is here and this not at happens all. here. Not at no, all. It's just entertainment. Case in point, my first screenplay called Radio Chaos about a kid getting his start in radio back in the 80s. Me. It's about mm-hmm. me. Yep. Yeah. 
Lucky you people. If you ever get to see <laughs> the thing. The first few drafts were well over 150 pages. Oh, yes. <laughs> Chocked full of long, involved scenes. They never ended. Eight, they just didn't. Eight pages was slim. Very slim. Like eight pages, I'm thinking, oh. that's not enough. Yeah. I need more. That's not a oh. scene. Later, <laughs> when a prominent producer-director told me I was a fucking fool. <laughs> that's true. I learned how to edit and get to the meat, and now the script is virtually flawless, which leads me to my next comment. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck <laughs> isn't this screenplay Yikes. a movie? Oh, really? That, that guy that helped you out, he was busy. He's very busy. Yeah, Still busy is. schmizzy. My point is, mm-hmm. as so many people, especially when they're starting out, they don't really get it. When you're looking on paper, you just want to write, 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 and just fill the pages. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just scene after scene, which leads to this long dialogue and action and description. And then you just start throwing things in that just don't need to be in there. <laughs> I and I did it all the time. You're throwing the kitchen sink in. Everything. Oh. Everything that I said back then, everything that I thought back then, Every person I knew, everything was on the page. (laughs) It really was. Wow. And then this guy is like, hey, I got a hold of this screenplay. And there's a story here. But dude. (laughs) Buried. You got to learn, man. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) And he hung up. At least he called back later and said, all right, there is a story in here. And it's a good one. And then when I started dwindling, and he was nice enough to look at it some more, and was like, hey, now we're on the right track, Uh okay? But in the beginning, I really thought they had to be at least every scene, at least 10, 12 pages, and that's ridiculous. To be rich and descriptive, you think you got to freaking write the Bible, but no. Well, I don't don't think they were rich. They were descriptive, (laughs) but they weren't rich. It was just a bumbling mess. Like when I'm going into a store or restaurant. (laughs) Evidently. (laughs) It's how I was writing back then. So now when I look back, I'm like, wow, those were horrible. But that's why I like to look at these first drafts and I keep them. I wrote, I have one here and it's big. And here, that's a lot of pages. I printed it out. You did. And I'm glad I did because I love to go through and just read the mess that Radio Chaos was. I just think about all the trees you killed. (laughs) But remember when I was doing this and I was reading it and we were just laughing. Oh, yeah. This is the best ever. And I would say something that happened to me, like not even related to the whole story. And you're like, we should put that in, man. You put that in. That was very encouraging. You were. It's your fault. It's my fault. But yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that should go in, you know? I took a shit at 4.30 in the morning one time, put it in 10 pages of that. Uh-huh. So that was yeah. nice. Describe but, the shit. And I did, and I'm good at that. But I think that the point is, is that I learned uh-huh. not to do that. And the people in podcast land that are writing screenplays, you need to make your scripts even longer. Yes. I got to get these people out of my way. 20 pages. At least 20 pages. Per scene. Be descriptive. Be written. Well, be descriptive. Just be descriptive. Just be descriptive, okay? Dialogue at least, at least 15 lines. But 
how do you write a screenplay? Have you seen the movie 1917? No. I just am very curious about these really long takes because that movie is uh, one long take. Oh, yeah? It's like almost three hours long of one take. And I'm just watch wondering, it. how the fuck do you write that? Is it it's just it's, like one scene? It's just one long scene. Uh, is it interesting? Is it a good it's movie? Very inter- it's about oh. World War I. Oh, okay. follows these two guys. But anyway. Well, they see, I, wait, 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 wait. Even I can then, see that. Wait, there wait, wait. is now, a scene per scene thing no, no that makes sense to me uh-huh. i'm talking about your everyday garden variety comedy yeah comedy drama dramedy romantic comedy those types of things people will put these long scenes in their screenplays and you'll see it on the screen They're, some of these things are made yes. you're like this scene ever fucking in <laughs> i mean really <laughs> What is yeah, the point of all this chattering? I was looking at maybe it was that movie with uh, what's his name? You had mm. me watch it. it was the way way summer. back. Yes, with uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. And there was a scene in there about his mother was being cheated on, and Steve Carell was sleeping around with uh, one of his friends' wives, and yeah. I'm like. This scene is going on and on, and they're treading on the same ground over and over. Yeah, I hate to rag on the way, way back because a lot of people like it. Well, but... I used to like it until you made me hate it. <laughs> and that's really what I need to do. It. I need to make people hate everything. <laughs> okay, let me calm down. That movie was disappointing to me because I'm like, why? I just didn't get it. Whatever. Say what you want about me. And people do. Oh, they do. But I'm just saying that Teenage I'm looking at that. Do. And, and they do. And I'm thinking to myself, why in the fuck? Shit, are my movies not made? Are my screenplays not turned into movies? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I see something like that. that. Like, why? I mean, you look at all of these here, these seven original screenplays, mm-hmm. and they all have this snappy, they're boom, boom, boom. Like the flip side, that could be made easily on the same kind of level as yeah. the way way back yeah. it had similar themes mm-hmm. and very similar storyline sort of but you like the characters but you like the characters the only character to do well in way way back that i like was sam rockwell yeah, and, and he, he was a minor character yeah he wasn't in it enough yeah so anyway yeah. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll digress on okay on that. all right <laughs> <laughs> Go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com and check out the website, and you can send us a message there. And uh-huh. There's other things, I guess. Yeah. And other than that, we'll talk to you another time. Sounds good. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.